This is music to make you realize who you are, that you are a child of the king, that you are amazing, and that everything God has in store for you, you're going to get, you know? And, and I felt like we didn't have that done in an urban way. You are listening to Testimony, a Musician Story, featuring Jordan Armstrong's Confident. I just be looking back and I be like, It's like way too real for When we last spoke with Jordan Armstrong, we discussed his testimony and his album, 52 Weeks of Summer. Well, a lot has happened since then. So uh, let's catch up with him and see how the success of 52 Weeks of Summer has impacted this singer, songwriter, and producer, and why the album was so successful. I think it was uh, a few things. Uh, it was definitely the uh, the time of the year, like the music, of course, but I really feel like that sound was just so current. That whole little Cali summer feeling was like, really current and I think that no one had kind of gave it a stab on our side over here in the gospel genre, Christian genre. And I think it just really grasped everyone's attention because of the sound and the time. And, you know, because I've been doing music for a long time and I think this was uh, one of the first times we kind of nailed when to release, you know, because people, people have different feelings during different seasons. So, you know, during the summertime, you know, people want to kind of dance or move around or have music that makes them feel like it's a beautiful sunny day. Let's go and drop the top on the coop if we if we got that. Or if not, let's roll down the windows and hang out the windows with sunshades and have a good time. And I think the music really uh, gave you a vision of what summer should feel like or, or kind of gave you a vision of how you wish your summer would go. So that was the perfect well, everybody wanted to know, you know, who did that. <laughs> And it was like, who did this music? Like, it was, it was, it just kind of really spread. And, uh, so, you know, of course, when, you know, people like Erica Campbell and DJ, as you said, and, you know, people of 
that caliber, you know, started, you know, really feeling the music. Everybody wants to know, well, I wonder if this is the next thing. So everybody kind of wants to hop on that and, and get a piece of that, you know. So uh, I think, and, and, you know, of course, the sound and the quality of music. I always try to make sure I strive for that. And uh, I put a lot of hard work into creating good quality music. And uh, it paid off for me. And it also, you know, grasped the attention of people, some greats, and some people that I really look up to in the music industry, and I was able to work with them. So I was totally stoked and excited about that. Uh, everybody kind of reached out, kind of kind of hit me up, which was very flattering, which is cool, because, you know, sometimes I guess some people are at such a, high standard in your mind, you know, you think that they're untouchable, some people. So uh, when I was getting, you know, calls and things, you know, I was really excited. But um, the one person that I really enjoyed working with after I produced 52 Weeks of Summer was uh, Kiara Shear. We did a, a collab EP together. And when I say collab, I collabed with her brother, who usually does all of her production, her brother, Jay Drew. And, uh, he did a he did about three records on there, and I did three records myself, and uh, did a six six song EP, and uh, it was just really great working with her because she's just uh, an amazing artist because she's limitless. Like she can do anything you tell her to do. It's like playing a piano. Like she can do all the notes. So whatever you think of, she can do it. So it was really cool. She's like a vocal robot. She can do it all, man. So. <laughs> like a computer so it was really fun working with her so I, I kind of like lived out all of the ideas and things that I ever wanted to do with an artist with her because her vocal ability was just phenomenal so Kiera's and she and she really became like a, a sister to me too so we talk often and you know when she comes to town we hang out and uh you know and we become really great friends so I'm really thankful for that relationship you know, she's got a really loyal fan base, and I mean, she she comes from gospel royalty, you know, the parks and all of that good stuff. So she's, uh, I kind of expected that uh, from her, but she just always does well on Billboard. So I was excited, though, still, because this time I was actually a part of it, and that was a complete honor. Like what you're hearing so far? Check us out at TestimonyStories.com. That's TestimonyStories.com. Where you can hear content for you and about you. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony, Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Jordan Armstrong, and you're listening to Testimony, a musician's story. Focus up, focus up, yeah, yeah. Focus up, focus up. Yeah, you know, I got my focus up, man. 
Focus what did he and his management team do differently that set this release apart from the previous ones? Swear that you the best to ever do it, you number one. You're the only one that been through it. He definitely did a different marketing scheme. I think uh, all the other times, we just tried to figure it out. And the best, the best way to kind of learn the industry is to be in it and, you know, make mistakes. And we made so many mistakes in the beginning that, you know, we kind of learned from this time and, you know, we used them to better our situation. So, you know, there's a lot of things behind the scenes that we did to, you know, kind of get the ball rolling and things of that nature, and good relationships with people. Like, a lot of times, you know, we think that we can just get things just on talent alone. But, you know, you got to be gotta be a nice person, too. You know, when people hit you up, you know, be humble, be nice to them, because you never know who you're going to need to help you get to the next level. And you never know who you're talking to, because they can become the next executive over this company, or they can, come the, they can become the next big, radio rep or anything you know so you just have to be uh just just stay humble and, and and be nice man i think a lot of times when uh when well really when i first got into the industry there were so many people that i looked up to uh in the industry before i met them and when i met them i was like oh my goodness i wish i would have never met that person because <laughs> now i'm like i didn't know you were that mean i didn't know you were like that like no now i'm gonna hear all these music differently you know what I'm saying? But, yes, yeah, one person that really helped out on this project and really helped push my single was a guy by the name of Willie Moore Jr. Uh, we were really we were really good friends before he had his, had his hit show. He's got a hit show now. But we were really good friends before that. And, um, you know, he's always supported me from the day one. When I first met him, he supported me. And... Um, when my record came out, man, he did a really good job of pushing the record, playing my single for me. And I'm like forever grateful for that because it's not easy getting getting on the radio in heavy rotation. It, it's just it's just not and not on mainstream radio. Like this is this is big radio stuff. This is big radio opportunity. So I really gotta give a shout out to him. I know he played a major part and of course my management team, you know, with coming up with strategies, but Willie Moore really played a major part because he was the first to play the record. And then once he played the record, then everybody else kind of just picked it up across the country. And uh, I think that helped out with getting, you know, getting the music to the ears of people, you know, like Kiara and Dietrich and, you know, Rashawn Mitchell, Tasha, Paige, all of those greats. Focus on the real, focus on the with some of the biggest names in the gospel industry and having his single in heavy rotation on radio are not the only things that are new. On April Fool's Day, we get to see him portray a high schooler in the sequel to God's Not Dead. I told my mom the other day, I was like, 
what if everyone thinks that that's a joke? Because, you know, April 1st is April Fool's Day. And I was like, what if everybody thinks that I'm just playing? That'll be crazy if, if I just came out and I was like, yeah, I was just kidding. You know, but I guess we don't do April Fool's in, in the Christian world because that's a lie. We call them lies. <laughs> no, you lie. You didn't trick me. You lie. But, yeah, but, uh, yeah, anyway, it comes out on April 1st. And uh, I'm super excited about it. It's my first time being on a big screen. Uh, and this will be uh, nationwide, you know, worldwide film. Uh, God's Not Dead, the first film, uh, did really, really well at theaters. Just super excited because, you know, so it's a movie about defending your faith. And, you know, us being Christians, we kind of have to do that all the time. Even not just with our words, but with, with our actions. You know, and, uh, you know, telling people and, and to not be ashamed of, you know, being a Christian. And I'm really all about that. Like, my music even portrays that. Like, I'm not ashamed to be a Christian and I can still be cool and I can still, you know, wear nice clothes and, you know, try my best to look as good as I can or be a better person and still be a Christian. So that's what that movie is about. It's about defending your faith. And I play a high school student. <laughs> And I had to cut, I had to cut off my little beard. I don't have facial hair anyway, but I had to cut off my little beard and my mustache and I had to turn into a, a, a high school kid. So, uh, it was fun. Really, really fun. About four days of shooting and I had a blast. I was singing on this tour. Uh, it's called, uh, the Millennial Tour and, uh, last, last summer. And um, <clears throat> there was a guy who was, uh, you know, funding and promoting and putting on this tour. And I later found out that he was the executive producer of the film. He basically put the money up for the film. Really great guy by the name of uh, by the name of Troy Duhon out of New Orleans. A really great guy, man that that loves the faith. He's a Christian guy. He's just an awesome dad, awesome person to his family and, and and people around him. So I really admire him. But he hit me and he said, um, would you like to be in the film? And I said, yes, indeed, I would like to be in the film. Uh, and he was like, well, we're shooting. Uh, I said, yeah, if I could be in the film, that would be great. I said, this would be my first one. And uh, he was like, uh, he was like, okay, well, we'll try to find a, a spot for you. And, you know, about a week later, they had a spot. I had a flight booked and the next thing you know, I was on the set. He never fade away when I fade away. Our freshness all clean like some toothpaste. Cover my head like a toupee. I'll be a fan like a groupie. Hear the stands go up. Everybody show love. He dribbling, crossing him up. Watching the shot go up. Like, yeah. Right before that buzzer go Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Okay, 
Connect with testimony and musician story through social media. Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at TestimonyStories.com. Now back to Testimony, a musician story featuring Jordan Armstrong's Confident. Like him up there, and we be by whatever he say we don't really care. And we be in good company, ain't nobody in square. I'm about whatever, it can go down anywhere. Promise I got my hustle from a man upstairs. It ain't about what I want, but it's about what I could do. I make you a believer, then a leader out of you. I hop up on the counter, screaming, everybody come. The way we sell it out, everybody wants some. Got hustles from the corner, screaming, kingdom every day. So why you wanna hate? We gon' do this every day. Somebody better told ya. Nobody really playing around ya. If you riding with us, if you down with it, stand up. I promise this all I know. Last time we spoke with Jordan. He talked about how difficult it has been for his music to be accepted by the gospel industry. And even though his beats are urban, he doesn't rap. So although he is embraced by the Christian hip hop culture, he doesn't necessarily fit there either. But for years he kept making his music and now it looks like it has finally paid off. Some could say he has kind of helped pioneered this urban gospel genre. Well, I, I don't want to take all of the credit like that, you know, because I, I did get a lot of backlash. Like, I really, really did. And one of the people that kind of opened the door for that kind of sound, though, and I got to give them credit, is people like, even people like Ken Jones. You know, Ken Jones or Mary Mary's, you know, they kind of opened the door for us to, you know, do urban music on Christian Nation radio. And at first, it just was really hard to get in with being an urban artist with radio. Like, they just didn't want to play that. And a lot of times, these radio stations sponsored and supported by an older audience. So they stick to that sound to cater to those supporters. You know, so now things have changed for us, and we're able to be on radio as urban artists and everything because 
you know, there's younger hosts now, people like Willie Moore, who I said, you know, there's younger people on radio that have shows that will play younger music. And I think it's becoming more accepted. And, you know, everything also has a time and a season. You know, I just feel like, you know, it's the season for that now. And it's the time. It's my time for this. It's my time for this sound. You know, I'm just thankful to God that people are finally seeing and hearing what I've been saying for almost 10 years. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just been really rough, uh, you know, getting people to pay attention. But I really stuck to it because God told me that's what I was supposed to do. So I was like, God, the people are going to go, they're going to tell me I'm, I'm a, I'm a sinner if I put this out. They're not going to believe me. He's like, put it out anyway. And I did that for a good five, six years. And, uh, you know, things are just turning around. Now, everybody wants that sound. Even if you're a traditional-sounding gospel or Christian artist, they still at least have one or two songs on the project that's a little more urban. Or they might want to add a rap or two. Relax, 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 relax. Relax, 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 relax Take a drink of this, I know you're thirsty Take a drink, I know you're thirsty, thirsty Know you want it in the worst way, worst way Drink it up cause you deserve it, deserve it Can't I let you know I'm working, working Love you way before your first day, first day Turn it up like it's your birthday, birthday Fill you up like it's a Thursday, Thursday So you never ever Thursday, Thursday, yeah I'm filling you up I'm filling you up, I'm filling your cup Hurry it up, and drink on the go You ought to know, it's good for yourself Good for yourself You know what it's hidden for You know I can't ignore Feel me till you can't no more No need that overflow You're all I'm thirsty for whoa, whoa. Relax, 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 relax Relax, 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 relax Take a drink, I know you're thirsty, thirsty Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Download the podcast of Testimony and Musician Story on iTunes. Find out how at TestimonyStories.com. A Musician's Story. Jordan's first single off his latest EP, Confident, entitled Bless Up, has gone viral with over 93,000 views on Facebook. The EP, Confident, is based off of Philippians 4.13, 
I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Whenever you actually like believe in yourself and you know, you know what you want to do in life most time, you know how you want to do it, you know what you can be, so you strive for that. A lot of times people call that cocky. You know, and there are some people that are very cocky and they're just kind of obnoxious and rude. But <laughs> but there's also people that they come off the people as cocky, but you know, it's most time it's confidence because if you're confident about yourself and you believe that you can be successful, you believe that you're a child of the king and you believe that, you know, God's got some great things in store for you, that's not cockiness to me, that's confidence. And I did the project and called it Confidence because I felt like the music that I wanted to put on there would be music that would motivate you to tell you how great you are, tell you how fly you are, make you feel good about yourself. So you can go out and, you know, continue to live your life through Jesus Christ. And I didn't think we had music for that. You know, I feel like it's a bunch of times I know people that go to church and the message is just amazing. And they're just feeling so energized and they're like, oh, I could conquer the world. And then they get in the car and there's nothing that they can play that continues to make them feel like they're a conqueror or they're a boss or, they're, or they are a, you know, successful person. And a lot of times there's people that just get, they just leave church and they get in their cars and they pop in Drake and Future and all these other people because those people are making them turn up and they're feeling good and those people telling them you can do what you want when you're popping and all of this great stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it makes them feel good. Like, even though they're saying, sometimes they're saying some terrible things, but they're also motivating those people. And I feel like we didn't have any of that in the Christian genre. I ain't trying to keep it on the low. God opened up a couple doors. Now I'm way more better than before. Bless up. He'll take it to another level. When all your friends say lucky, you don't want to tell them they, they thought you did it on your own. Could have been gone. Now you're on top. You're way too on. Got a new ride. You're way too fly. Your favor on strong. And I felt like with this project, I called it confident, and this is music to let you know that you're a winner. Winner music, motivational music. This is music to make you realize who you are, that you are a child of the king, that you are amazing, and that everything God has in store for you, you're going to get, you know? And, and I felt like we didn't have that done in an urban way. Because we definitely have songs, you know, in Christian music that say rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say rejoice, you know, so those songs are great and they do motivate you. But I didn't feel like we had anyone motivating us on an urban style that connects with our generation. And I hadn't been this nervous since my first album. My first album, I was very nervous because I knew when people hear this music, they were going to be like, oh, no, that's oh, no way. That's my gospel. Get this. What is this? And I felt like that again, that was 2000 and 2008 when I put out my first album, but I felt like that again, this EP, uh, because I just said, you know, this might be really, it may really go over their heads. I, I just really thought people were going to miss it and not really get it. But um, to my surprise, you know, I was really 
surprised and thankful that everybody went out and purchased the project and uh, they kind of get it. You know, everybody kind of really gets it. And there's some songs on there that you can hear and you can say, oh, well, what's he trying to say? Well, I'm not trying to say anything. I'm saying exactly what I think should be said. And I think a lot of times, you know, they're like, there's a song on there. It's called uh, Thirsty. And the song says, take a drink. I know you're thirsty, thirsty. And, you know, know you want it in a worse way, worse way. Of course you can hear that. And you're going to, and you can just come up with all kinds of negative things. But if, <laughs> but if you listen to, you know, my lyrics and uh, the message behind it, it's the message of Jesus Christ. It's the message of being filled up and, you know, and, and telling you that you, you want God to fill you, fill your cup and to, to fill you up until you run it over. And I think that, you know, if you don't really, if you really think that I'm making a Christian album with negative intentions, then there's nothing I can do for you. I mean, you know, there's plenty of other artists to listen to. The message is always positive. I always try to make sure I stay on the positive message of Jesus Christ. And that's the sound, and I feel like it's the new sound, it's a new wave, and I'm excited that everybody went out and got the EP. I mean, they pushed us to uh, number 13 on Billboard my first week. I was very excited about that. And I'm very thankful to everyone that went out and purchased because I know they didn't have to. Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician story. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music.